Welcome to the Runners Who Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole, a certified personal trainer, runner, and self-proclaimed wine connoisseur. And with me is the always amazing Anne-Marie. She's a DVRT master instructor, fellow runner, and wine lover. This podcast is your jam if you're looking for authentic, unfiltered product reviews, information on all things running, and real talk regarding everything that fuels our runs, including a big old glass of wine. So pour yourself a glass and let's get started. Anne-Marie. Nicole. <laughs> I feel like we need to have a little um, like trumpetist, you know, like in summer camp when he rings it to wake everybody up into the intercom. <laughs> <laughs> Runners who whine. <laughs> <laughs> we should. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? You have a new puppy. I do. I have a new puppy, a little brother for Moosey. His name is Kevin. Isn't that from something? He's named after something, right? He's named after a minion. (laughs) Because, well, we were going to name him King Bob, but then Will felt like that was weird for a dog. I don't quite know how King Bob is any weirder than Kevin is for a dog, but whatever. Kevin is another minion, and we figured he's Moose's minion. Ah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, he's a sweetie. He's napping right now. Well, pup, pup, <laughs> let's keep the puppy napping. <laughs> Puppies have the best life, man. I wake yeah. him up. I take him outside to play and pee. Then he eats food. And then he plays and then he sleeps some more. It's like, I, I want to do that. How do I do that and make I, all the money? I know, right? Puppies do sleep a lot. They they are. I mean, they're on babies. Yeah. That's what they do. They got to grow. But he's good. Moose seems to be um, liking him sometimes. I think they'll be buddies eventually. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Just gets a, takes a little getting used to. Yeah, once the puppy stops trying to eat his tail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Aww. But um, before we start today's episode, I want to ask you to tell everybody about your new kind of support group that you started. Oh, okay. So, um, well, I don't, if you've been following the show, you'll know that back in February, I had half of my colon removed due to slow transit constipation. Yay. (laughs) Um, and then I was recently diagnosed, um, with ileitis, colitis and proctitis. So I went from having one problem to having the opposite problem. Um, and you know, I, I had, it was really weird and I'll keep this really short, but like in the span of like a week, I had at least like six people contact me asking me about, um, the colectomy and how I was running, if I was still running and, or if like, cause I had put it out there a little bit about, um, the irritable bowel, uh, disease and, um, you know, just how are you dealing with it? And it just kind of dawned on, it like hit me over the head. I'm like, you know what? I need to connect everybody. Um, there's a lot of people that think they're alone and they're not. And, um, just because I'm more public about it, people, you know, tend to want to talk to me, but that doesn't mean that they can't also talk to each other. So I did start a support group on Facebook, um, just cause it was the easiest platform, but it's, it's really just to connect people who have, um, any sort of digestive issues, um, you know, and that they're facing, whether it's irritable bowel disease or chronic constipation, or they're going, they have diverticulosis or litis, and they're going to have a colectomy. Um, just, you know, it's a safe place for us to all share our shitty stories. 
Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> That's awesome. And we will link to that Facebook group in the show notes and also in our blog posts that always drive to the episode because I think that's, it's really important. And it's, you know, people don't want to talk about it because it's not, you know, the most appetizing thing, I guess, right. to talk about. But it's good to have support and know that other people are kind of dealing with the same thing that you're dealing with. So I'm yeah. glad that you're doing that. I think it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no, I got a really positive um, response on Instagram. Uh, there was a lot of people that I had followed that I didn't know suffer from IBD, whether it be Crohn's or colitis. And even people that live where I live, I live in a small town and they're like, hey, I have this too. And I'm like, what? So it's it's been kind of eye opening and it's been um, it's been positive. It's been a positive thing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, another really positive thing that we have in our lives is wine. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) What kind are you drinking today? Okay, so I am drinking a red, believe it or not. What? What? Something is wrong with the world because I am drinking a white today. How we switched to our opposites? How did that happen? I don't know. Um, it's crazy hot here. So what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking a Cabernet Sauvignon and mm. it's called Blackstone and it's the winemaker select. So I'll uh, sum up the label, but it says that it is a signature style, consistent, smooth, balanced, and perfect for any occasion from dinner parties to everyday enjoyment. Um, it is has a vibrant blackberry and red cherry flavor with notes of cinnamon and toasted nuts. So I know that wine is delicious because I've had it multiple times. Really? That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's really good. It is really good. And I like that it's balanced. It is very balanced. Yes. What are you drinking? I have a Pinot Gris from the Columbia Valley 2014. And uh, that's about all I can tell you, because believe it or not, it doesn't have a fun description. Boo. I think all wine labels should come with a fun description. I thought I liked this wine, but now I don't know anymore. Oh, no. No, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm really excited for today's episode topic. Me too. Because we're talking about running and wine and whether or not it's good to run and drink wine and how both of us believe that you can be a runner and a wino and still run successfully it's true it's true so all right i know that there's an all right i'll start off with this how we got the idea of this episode i was reading an article and it cited a study that was published i guess within the last year uh, frontiers in psychiatry that found exercise and alcohol consumption were positively correlated. Now, what does that mean? It basically that uh, athletes um, like runners, while they're less likely to, you know, smoke or do all those old unhealthy behaviors, they're more likely to drink. Um, and it says it's more of a correlation than a, it's not a causation. So it's not like we drink because we run. Um, It's just a positive correlation and um, it has something to do with uh, like the way that running and alcohol both stimulate the brain's pathway. Fascinating. Yeah. So basically when you're saying that I run for wine, it's so that I can get that runner's high and then keep it going. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yes. No, but in all seriousness, I mean, there are a lot of benefits to drinking wine, obviously in moderation. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you're 
going on your run and then you're getting shwasty faced, you're going to do more harm than good. But there are ways that you can enjoy a glass or two or maybe three of wine and still, you know, have a successful training cycle and have a successful race at the end of the day. Absolutely. So, I mean, I don't know about you, Nicole, but usually before a big race, um, and I know I did it before my marathon, I enjoyed a glass or two of wine. Um, and there's actually, I, I believe I read that Dina Castor actually does the same thing. So it can't be that bad for you. Right? Um, yeah. I mean, I, do you follow that same tradition as well? It's like a tradition for me. I, I do. I like, I mean, I always do a nice big pre-race meal. Mm-hmm. And there was a point where I was like, no alcohol before my race. It's going to ruin my performance. And then at a certain point in my racing career, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not setting any records here. Right. You know? <laughs> like, right. I'm doing this for fun. It's a leisure activity for me. It's not my career. Um, you know, having a glass of wine with, you know, a nice carb-tastic meal Um is it's nice and it's enjoyable and I I it's not gonna make my race it, it's not gonna do any anything bad for my racing the next day right you know as long as you're not having like I said a ton of wine because then you're gonna dehydrate your system and running dehydrated is never a good idea right. ever whether you just haven't had enough water or you've had five glasses of six seven eight glasses of wine right <laughs> hopefully you're not having that much but i'm Two not judging, not judging. <laughs> but um yeah i like having a good glass and and i think also after a race it's nice to celebrate with a glass of wine i agree there's i mean i think more commonly there's running groups that are being formed around both running and drinking whether those are like pub run groups or like running in wine or whatever but it's it's becoming kind of a theme um and it's you know it's obviously no secret that runners most runners really like their alcohol so it's like it's it kind of is like a lifestyle right it's not just like oh i'll have a drink here and there like there's runner it's like a lifestyle to like have a beer after you get done with your your run or something like that that's why they have like post race um parties that have alcohol Absolutely. I mean, there's a running group here in Austin. I think it's every Tuesday they do. Um, it's to the same pub. It's a 5K and then you mm-hmm. finish at the bar or the yep. or the brewery. And then there's uh, there's something called the Wicked Wine Run, which is actually very difficult to say. And I think they do a few races. I don't know if they're just, I don't think they're just Texas based, but you basically run and I, I don't know if there's wine stops along the way. It's a 5K or if you just like end and have some wine and then there's also and I know we've mentioned this on the podcast before there's the big marathon in Bordeaux where there's wine at every stop and I think that's a little over the top you know to have wine at every uh hydration station but it's it's a fun it's a fun thing to do and that's a full marathon yeah I don't know if I mentioned it when we did talk about that but there was like this vino and the beast race and it's it's more of a fun type obstacle course it's like a 5k um but it's here in the Finger Lakes wine region and you can get you know a shot of wine at the water station and I've done it because it's like a 5k I'm already you know I'm hydrated enough Um, yeah and you know it's short enough distance where it's not gonna like you're not gonna get that hydrated before you finish yeah Um, and I don't think there's a marathon 
maybe there hasn't even been a half marathon that I've done or there hasn't been somebody handing out beer along the course. Oh my God. I drank, I don't know if it was like beer or champagne at like the mountain goat two years ago at thinking it was water. Oh no. <laughs> I like almost threw up. It was so bad. <laughs> but I, I actually, I've never had a drink during a race like mid run <laughs> because I just don't know if it would sit with my stomach and I also don't want it to make me have to pee really bad in the middle of a race. Right, that makes sense. I'm all for having having some the night before and after, of course, to celebrate. Right, so to lay it out, basically, the night before, totally fine as long as you don't go over the top. A glass of red wine or whatever, like a drink is fine. And even after is fine. But if you're going to get shwasty pants and you're going to try to rot and hung over, that's probably not a good idea. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've done it. Have you done it before? I have not really because I'm I'm actually really good about before my long runs. I don't like to drink a lot the night before a long run, like even though it's not a race. um, Yeah. I just, I know I have to wake up early and if I drink a certain amount I don't sleep well and then I know I'm gonna wake up and even if I'm not like totally hungover I'm gonna be dehydrated I'm gonna have a headache and I don't like to run that way um I mean you shouldn't yeah like you really shouldn't like there's I did read a study that says like should you like run off your hangover and it was like do not do that like it sounds (laughs) like a great idea but don't do it please it's also you can't run off a hangover (laughs) right like cures for hangover are sleeping hydrating and time and time Time. yeah so if you're running you're doing the opposite of sleeping you're doing the opposite of hydrating Right. It's time, but you're miserable time. <laughs> right. I mean, I like I'm not going to lie. Like I definitely have drank too much and then gotten up the next day and run probably too far too soon. But, um, you know, when you feel like you almost feel like a badass, but it's a terrible idea because there can be <laughs> awful consequences. So no, do not run if you're hungover. So let's talk a little bit first about some of the benefits of wine oh, yes, and please. then about some of our you know, not only race day and night before strategies, but in general during your training strategies okay. for how to how to enjoy some drinks and still, you know, train properly and successfully. Oh. So red wine in particular is actually has a lot of proven benefits for you. Yes. Um, it's good for your heart. It ha- it's full of antioxidants. Um there are some things that say that it can help lower depression, you know, and mm-hmm. this, and this is, of course is all in moderation. Correct. I uh, want to kind of put the asterisks on there, but, um, so, and this is all kind of similar things to running. So like you said, there's that correlation mm-hmm. running is good for your heart. It's cardio. It can lower depression just from those endorphins from exercise. Right. Um, it can also help your gut, um, See, Which, that's why I'm drinking red wine right <laughs> Exactly. So Nobody, like, don't let everybody yell at me because I have all the itises and I'm drinking, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's supposed to have, you know, those antioxidants, one, but also a little bit of good bacteria. Yeah. Um, which, and also another thing with running is a lot of times it can get your system going and moving yes. and grooving when you're stuck, for stuck. lack of a better word. <laughs> stuck. Yes. Um, and there are a lot of other things that red wine, uh, is good for. Um, it's supposed to possibly help improve your memory. Um, 
And it's good for your taste buds because it's delicious. It is delicious. It is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> As I take another sip. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about how then do we, inc- like, how do you drink while you're training without um, sabotaging your training? Yeah. So I, for one, I don't drink during the week, really, um, mm-hmm. just because I'm always waking up early. I'm working and I don't want to get in the habit of drinking all the days. So <laughs> I wait used- till you have kids. Yeah. yeah, that, that may all change. But um, <laughs> I usually reserve my, my wine drinking for the weekend. And if whatever day I decide to do my long run, because I tend to switch it up between Saturday and Sunday, depending on the weather and what plans I have later in the day. Um, so the night before, I just make sure not to drink that much. I usually right. only have a glass. Sometimes I have two. Um, if I do have two, I usually stop drinking earlier. So I'm not, you know, finishing that last glass right before bed just right. to give it time to digest. And I'm also drinking water along with my wine. Yes. Uh, to keep that hydration balance and also eating with my wine so that I'm not drinking on an empty stomach. That'll just help all the alcohol kind of digest faster and break down faster and um, so that you don't feel the effects of it the next day. Yeah. And I mean, um, I was going to say the same thing. Like if I'm going to choose to drink before I'm going to run the next day, I always try to like it's a drink and then a drink of water. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to keep that so I'm hydrated. Um, and then also like I'll eat. It's usually like pasta or like my carby meal, like the day before, along with my drink as well, just to kind of absorb it, so to speak. You know, um, yeah. Like you know, and in moderation is key, um, just because when you start binge drinking, um, you know, is it gets a little out of control, and then you're not going to obviously be able to perform the next day. Yeah, and if you find um, that you did drink a little too much, then switch up your long run. You know, don't try to force it the next day. Um, If you're just a tiny bit hungover or, you know, just not feeling completely right, even if you're not fully hungover, just do a shorter run and try to do your long run another day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's, there's no point in killing yourself on your long run if you're not feeling well um that's not to, I mean that shouldn't say that shouldn't be to say like go get shwasty pants every weekend and then have to rearrange your long run every weekend but you know sometimes it happens when you're out or you go to a wedding or whatever happens especially if you're training during the summer and you know drinking is a little bit more of a, a common thing a common theme in your life then just try to rearrange what day you're doing your long run or you know when I took the um my when I got my uh, running coach certification, they actually said that it would be more beneficial to do your long runs during the middle of the week, if you can. It's just that a lot of the times it's scheduled on the weekend because, um, as far as like work schedules and time. So if you're really going to be busy with weddings or if you have like you want to go out and partying on the weekends, like maybe switch your long run to a Wednesday. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, if you can, absolutely. And yeah, look at your social calendar and kind of map out what things you have and just rearrange your training plan accordingly. You know, we've said it before and we'll say it again. It's not going to kill you to rearrange some things. No, no, it's not as long as you're not, like I said, getting wasted every weekend. But, yeah. yeah. And also, um, if you do, you could have a great run. And then if you do go and drink a little too much, like every now and then, totally fine. Indulge yourself. You do you. 
have a fun time. But if you're training and you're really training hard and you really have a goal in mind, alcohol can prohibit recovery Mm -hmm. um, if you're drinking too much. Right. So if you're having a glass or two, it might actually be beneficial. But if you're having more than that, just be conscious that you might be a little more sore the next day um, Mm -hmm. because your body's working hard to break down the alcohol as it's also trying to rebuild your muscle and it's just trying to do too much all at once and it's not going to work for you. Right. I mean, I think you're smart and that you're, you do skip it before your long runs just because waiting, you know, not drinking eight to 24 hours before you're going to really exert yourself is probably smarter. That's not to say you can't have a glass of wine. It's just saying like, don't go have a bottle of wine and then try to run the next day. And like you said, eating first is key before you start drinking and then drinking water and, you know, um, making sure that you're getting enough rest too, because alcohol can, if you have too much alcohol, it can disrupt your sleep patterns. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I find that all the time. If I have just a little too much, I don't sleep well. And then I wake up more exhausted and then my runs suffer. (laughs) I have found, and I don't know why I continue to torture myself, but every time I drink too much, I wake up at 3 a.m. on the dot looking for water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you wake up incredibly thirsty. You wake up maybe having to pee in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, all that stuff that not even if you're running, like just in general, it just kind of sucks. Well, and I think another, like we're talking about wine, but like, you know, not all of, I mean, you're listening to runners who wine, so you're probably a wino like us, but if you're not a wine drinker, I mean, consider what it is you're drinking. I'm like, cause not all alcohol is created equal. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, a serving of wine can be, you know, so many calories and so much alcohol content and, you know, beer can be a little bit more calories with maybe a little less alcohol content. And then you have like your clear liquors, but if you're mixing those liquors with like a lot of sugary stuff. So if you're having like, you know, three margaritas, like you're gonna like that much sugar and that like those calories, they're gonna like inhibit, they're gonna like hurt your performance. Yeah. That's more so point. than a more so than a glass of red wine would or like a beer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In general, the the healthiest alcohols to drink are red wine and clear liquors. Yes. Um, but of course, you know, I know you're a big bourbon fan. I might be. Yeah. <laughs> and that and I am too, and that's totally fine. But you know, you one shot of it with a splash of water or um on ice you know, just keep it simple. Don't like you're saying, don't add all that sugar. Don't right. have, you know, a wine glass full of bourbon. That'll one, it'll what? probably kill Why you. But-, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think all this goes without saying just in terms of um, being smart with alcohol. Right. I mean, but like, it's one of those things where you say, well, you can drink and run. Well, yes and no. You know what I mean? Like there's the, it depends type of factor in yeah. what you're choosing to drink and when you're choosing to drink it for and sure. I think from a lot of people drinking is a very social thing. So if you're finding that your training is kind of prohibiting you from being social, one, take a look at your training plan. Maybe you're running too much. Maybe you can mm-hmm. cut it back to four days a week or three days a week instead of five if that's what you're doing. Right. Maybe you can like Anne-Marie said, move your long runs to the weekdays so that you have more time on the weekends to be social. Maybe you can find a running group or some buddies 
to run with so that you have that social aspect while you're doing your long run or better yet find one of those group runs where you end at a brewery or a winery and then you get your long run in and then you get to go and enjoy a glass and celebrate at the end yeah no it is I think you know alcohol should be a social thing as opposed to a lonely by yourself thing at the end of the day. So, um, you know, it's just more fun. It's more fun when you're running with friends and it's more fun when you're drinking with friends. Agreed. So what else can we say about running and wine besides that it's amazing and we love both? Yeah, no, we're not giving up our wine while we're training. Like that's not going to happen. No, can't do it. Sorry. Sorry, Charlie. Um, But yeah, that's, I mean, that's really what it comes down to is just, I mean, it's all very common sense stuff, but moderation and there are actual benefits to drinking. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of not, um, not giving up anything totally if you like something. If you're, and this goes for whether you're dieting or trying to hit a new goal, whatever you're doing, like don't go, unless something's really bad for you, like don't go cold turkey because then you're depriving yourself and then you're going to want it more and then you're going to end up right. you know, craving it and it's, you're going to be miserable. Right, right. So if you really love to have your glass of wine at the end of a day, you don't have to give that up just because you're training for a race. No, no. Just drink more water and eat while you're enjoying your glass of wine. That's all. Yep. And then you're going to wake up the next morning and you're going to go feel good and get that heart pumping and burn off all those calories. And then you can come back and have another glass of wine. What, what? (laughs) I like to enjoy my glass of wine while I take an Epsom salt bath. Um, that sounds amazing. I'm going to do that this weekend. Yeah, it's amazing. It feels so good. Except when I I tried to do that recently, it was the other day, and my kids were like, mom, 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 can we massage you while you're in the bath? Mom, mom, mom. (laughs) I'm like, wow, this is, this is not relaxing at all. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Oh, they wanted to massage you. Yeah. They're like, I massage your face while she massages your shoulders. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God. Face massage? I don't know about that. Yeah, no, I was getting mauled. (laughs) I know I know kids tend to have sticky little fingers so I'm just envisioning those all over your face yeah no I was like literally being attacked by my minions you have you have Kevin I've got children that are minions (laughs) oh they love you though I know so anyhow that's it that's what it comes down to and I'm you know what I'm on I'm gonna pour my second glass right now so how about that Sweet. Yes, I am having some now. I'll probably have one more glass and then I'll call it a day because I have my long run tomorrow. What? I actually have to move. So speaking, uh, this is like totally unrelated. Nobody cares. But um, it's going to be hot, hot, hot here this weekend. Um, So I'm actually going to have to do my long run on the treadmill. Like there's no getting out of it. What is hot, hot, hot? Like a hundred degree heat index. Even in the morning? I don't know. I just, it's my birthday, so I'm going to be drinking. So I'll probably. What? How did I miss this? Happy almost birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah. We should have started with that. That's okay. We're going to redo this whole podcast, guys. No, no. But (laughs) after you turn 30, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, man. You have a lot to celebrate then. So you're going to do how many miles on your birthday? Uh, 10. I'm going to do 10 on my birthday. It's, it's my cutback week for my half marathon training. So Sweet. when's your half in August? It's, uh, the 26th, 26. Which one is it? Uh, the 1812 challenge half marathon. It's really confusing. 
Um, there's 18, 12 miles that you can run, which I've done the 18, 12. I've actually done that distance before, but I'm, I'm doing the half marathon version this year. Cause I wasn't up for training for that long of a distance. Sweet. Well, it's, it's always hot here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to try to, um, last weekend I did, we had the puppy and it was the first night with the puppy, which didn't go so great just cause I mean, new place for him. So he was scared. Sure. Uh, so we got zero sleep. So I ended up, I, I tried to go out for a few miles cause I didn't want to do them all on the treadmill and it was 95 degrees and it didn't go yeah. so well. So, um, I ended up cutting my run pretty short. So I'm going to get my butt out of bed early tomorrow, which I don't think will be too tough cause we have the puppy waking us up, Right, right. but it'll yeah. be, um, I think like 76 degrees and 98% humidity in the morning. <laughs> Ew. At like 7 a.m. But that's a hell of a lot better than 100 degrees that it's going to be later. So, Yes, that is. I, did you hear me? I just poured myself another glass. Um, so cheers to long runs this weekend and trying not to die with it being hot outside. Cheers. Enjoy your cheers. wine and enjoy yes, your you B-Day. I'm sure I'll talk Thank to you, you tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye. Be sure to check out the show notes for everything we chatted about today. And for more from me, Nicole, check out fitfulfocus.com and from Anne-Marie at thefitfoodiemama.com. And for any questions, you can email us at runnerswhowine, that's wine like the beverage, at gmail.com.